0: Welcome to the 69th installment of Ear to the Ground, the Land Stewardship Project's audio podcast on family farming, sustainable agriculture, local food systems, and local democracy. I'm Brian DeVore, editor of the Land Stewardship Letter. Bartle's Lutheran Home in Waverly, Iowa, is setting out to prove that food served in an institution does not always have to be a bland, tasteless product shipped in from hundreds or even thousands of miles away. The 200-bed facility provides retirement, nursing, assisted living, skilled, and Alzheimer's care in the midst of some of the richest farmland in the world. However, before 1999, next to none of the 600 meals served daily were sourced locally. This is particularly ironic considering that many of the residents are former farmers. During the past decade, Robin Gaines has worked to change that. Gaines, who is an assistant administrator and vice president for support services at Bartles, started out buying tomatoes and sweet corn from local farmers. Their local food efforts got a kickstart several years ago when the facility started working with Kamyar Incheon, at the University of Northern Iowa's local food project. The project helped them figure out how to find farmers who could provide the quantity and quality of food they were looking for. Gaines's original goal was to buy at least 10% of her food from local farmers. She's surpassed that goal. By 2004, the facility had spent 15% of its raw food budget on local products. By 2008, the percentage was well over 25%. Almost all of that local food travels less than 25 miles to get to the facility's kitchen. Currently, Bartles buys a variety of fruits and vegetables as well as beef and dairy products from 17 different farms. It hasn't always been easy. Significant obstacles such as seasonality, transportation efficiencies, processing resources, and even food safety concerns have limited the facility's ability to increase its local food purchases even more. But Bartles remains committed to buying as much food from the community as possible. The kitchen is getting rave reviews from residents on the taste and quality of the food. In addition, the care facility's staff members feel good about the fact that they are supporting the local farm economy. Other health care facilities in the Midwest have approached Gaines about ways they can begin sourcing more of their food locally. I recently sat down with Robin Gaines as well as Bartles chef Tracy Wilson to discuss some of the challenges and rewards of serving locally produced foods in an institutional setting. Gaines started out talking about how even though locally sourced food can sometimes cost more, in the end it makes more economic sense for a facility like Barbell's.
1: We're in the habit now of buying it. We did look yeah. at it, and there isn't any way you compare because you can't, you're not comparing apples and apples. You know, homegrown and off the truck, they're not the same. They never will be. Mm-hmm. You compare tomato and tomato, they aren't the same. I don't care what they cost. Your money ahead to buy the local one that your residents are going to eat than to spend the money on the one that comes off the truck that you're going to throw out. Nobody is going to eat it. It's money in the garbage disposal, period. That's all it is. It's wasted money. Yeah. It sends your food costs up. So you might as well buy something that people are going to eat. Whether you pay more for it or not, in the long run, it's less. Mm-hmm. And squash, you know, buying buying fresh squash that your your cooks have to you know, cut in two and bake, as opposed to frozen squash, yeah, that frozen squash is cheap. Again, you can't compare. Right. We haven't uh, bought frozen squash for forever. Because we we buy as much squash as we can in season, and then they freeze it. Uh So we have it all winter long. And squash is a big seller in long-term care because you have to meet vitamin A every other day. So that's a good way to meet it, you don't want to serve your residents carrots every day. Mm-hmm. And really, the the easiest thing for for a facility or a school or whatever that wants to get started is to go to the to the uh, market. Yeah, farmers market. Farmers market. Because mm-hmm. your farmers are there, your producers are there, and visit and see what they have to offer, yeah. and then and then talk to them and see if they can, you know, you know if you need like we need every time we do asparagus, we need thirty pounds of asparagus. That you know, is. can you uh-huh. supply? Because some of them can't. And we found that some of the farmers, some of the producers, want to be into that farmer's market scene, and we're second. You know, So they have to have enough for the farmer's market before they have for us. Okay. So, and of course, we don't see things that way because we want to be first in the farmer's market second. Well, that's that's where they want to be. I mean, that's, that's the program they want to run. Yeah. So then we look for somebody who can supply both of us.
0: Now, originally you thought you'd be doing good to buy 10% of your food from local farmers, but you've uh, now about 10 years down the line, you've gone well beyond that. You're at about 25% uh, of your food being sourced from local farmers. What's um, prevented you from uh, getting even more of your food from local sources? What what have been some of the barriers that you've had to deal with uh, that have prevented you from maybe going beyond 30 percent or or even higher.
1: I guess the the biggest thing, the biggest prevention last year and what surprised me that we had grown from last year was the fact that gas prices were so horribly high that we didn't think we were going to be able to have anybody. Um, The other thing is the lack of, well, the lack of farmers and the lack of um, diversity in growing things farmers will grow tomatoes for farmers market or or something like that. Um, The other thing that is preventing us is the fact that, okay, we can't buy produce all year round. See, if we could, I mean, it's not going to happen in Iowa. So if you could buy produce all year round, we could buy, you know, 50% or more. It's the season thing. Yeah. It's the, it's the seasons, yeah. and that's what prevents us. Yeah, and we're not gonna can tomatoes because I'm not gonna get into that. <laughs> um, and you can freeze tomatoes, but no, we're not gonna do that either. If we can freeze it, we will freeze it, mm-hmm. which, we ha- which we do. But other than that, no, we, uh, we're not going to. The other thing, another thing that is a prevention from us buying more locally is the fact that we have to use pasteurized eggs. Mm-hmm because Uh we have a susceptible population. We can't buy any eggs that are grown locally, and there's chicken farmers all over the place Uh that would be, and Uh pasteurized eggs are hideously expensive. So that's a lot of our, our, you know, we're we're held hostage by that. Mm. So we're held hostage by a large egg producer.
0: Speaking of food safety, uh, Tracy, w- when you're buying and preparing some of these local foods, do you feel pretty confident about uh, how safe they are for the residents? Is that
1: I do because, really yeah, because I know the farmers. I think it really helps having that one-on-one contact. makes a big difference. A and, and just even looking at their uh, produce on the tables out there, you know, says a lot, too. We have a relationship. Yeah. It's kind of like we're, we're invested in the farm, too. Yeah. I mean, we, and, yeah. and I guess we are. We're invested in the farm. We're buying from them. We're helping them to succeed. Uh-huh.
0: Now, I know a lot of other facilities have approached you for information on how you went about sourcing more of your food locally. What kind of advice do you give uh, uh, both a producer, I guess, and, and a facility who wants to get involved with more of a local foods-based arrangement like this?
1: I guess I would say to the producer, uh, do not walk in the back door. Get an appointment. Uh, most food service people are very busy, and uh, I tend to not see people who walk in the door and want to see me. <laughs> Tracy hasn't quite learned that yet. But I'm, she, I'm, I'm learning. She will learn. <laughs> people need to have an appointment, and I and I know it's it sometimes it's hard for farmers to do that, but they need to. For the facility, I would say start small. If you are in a Hospital, start it with your, ca- your staff cafeteria or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're in a nursing home or, or a retirement center, whatever, start with the lettuces early in the spring, yeah. the fancy lettuces or the strawberries. Yeah. You know, those, those things are easy to handle, right. and they're quick. You know, and they're, they're here them. one day and they're gone the next day, and people love it. Yeah. Yeah. And it makes a really big splash. Start that way. Then maybe work on to the tomatoes and then maybe to the sweet corn. But don't go into it like, okay, this year we're going to buy all of our produce from June 1st through September 30th or whatever locally because it will kill you. Yeah. Yeah. You won't even know where to go, where to start. I so. also think that that supervisor needs to get out and go to the markets and see mm-hmm. what is out there yeah. that they can fit into their yeah. you know, system. Yeah.
0: For more information on efforts to get locally produced foods in restaurants and institutions such as Bartles, check out the Northern Iowa Food and Farm Partnership at www.uni.edu CEEE foodproject. For details on LSB's community-based food systems work, see www.landstewardshipproject.org. If you have comments or suggestions about this podcast, contact Brian DeVore at bdivore at landstewardshipproject.org, or you can call 612-722-6377. Thanks to Laura Borgendale, a Western Minnesota musician, for Ear to the Ground's theme music. And a special thank you to all of Land Stewardship Project's members who make initiatives such as this podcast possible. If you're not a member, visit landstewardshipproject.org to learn how you can support LSP. Thanks for listening.